Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John Coleman. Dio was popping. You wearing your hoodie up like yeah. Cornholio. Yeah. <laughs> Cornholio. Oh, that's where you took it? I need the shirt. This reminds me of, um, no, because I just got watching The Mandalorian. So it's Baby Yoda, but not Baby Yoda. It's really Grogu. Shout out. The Mandalorian, for those who watched it. I know that's the Lacoste you're wearing. Oh, it's just a beater. This thing, this whole yeah. thing. I work out in this. I do yard work in this. All right. Yeah. All right, all right, all Good right. Good to be back in the seat with you, Dustin. It's great. I'm all discombobulated. Yep. Like, I this know. year, I can't believe like it's already mid-February, right? Yep. We're coming up, ending the first two months of the year, 2022. Basically. But, like, we started the year a little mm -hmm. bit slow. Then we went straight fire. Yeah. I don't even know where we are on the episodes. 205. Um, 205. 205 or 206, I think. Yep. 205, 206, but it's finally you and I. Now, we do have some guests coming in. Yeah. Right? Like, like we have some guests. We have this dude, Rocky, flying down mm -hmm. from New York. Yep. And Rocky is an expert. He's a shmi. Subject matter When expert. it comes to tutoring and quizzing and prepping, want to be mortgage professionals, mm. when it comes to passing Studying for and passing the NMLS. Nice. So we have Rocky coming up. Okay. Right? We got this dude, like Mr. Worldwide from mm. 305. Pitbull? Not Pitbull well, and not Jay the Trader, because we had Jay the Trader on like a month or so ago, out right? Trader, Shout yep. out Jay. Hope he's doing well. Yep. Jay drove up from the 305. Nah, this dude's like the 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 Latin media mm. content creating. Um Google SEO marketing guru. Okay. Yes. Nice. Yeah. So his rep, his people called my people, which my people is you and I. Uh, handler. And said, hey, we love the podcast. This dude is a international superstar. Mm. This is what he is specializing in. And it's mm. all marketing, mm -hmm. right? It's SEO. It's marketing. It's content creation. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. So we'll, we'll be dropping some episodes with some with some guests. Okay. Um, And there's tons of guest requests that if we could just figure out the logistics, mm -hmm. right? Like if you could figure out how to get Chris Voss, the author of Never Split the Difference mm -hmm. in Orlando, I'd love to have him on. Mm -hmm. James Clear with Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. We'd love to have him on. Anyone tuning in, if you know Chris or know James or you, you have connections with them, Please put us in contact. Like we all know somebody who knows somebody. What's that whole Kevin? Six degrees of separation. Everybody. Kevin Bacon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I actually this is my second time today podcasting. Yeah. But my first with you. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Urban Young's podcast. You've been talking all day. Well, if you want to throw in, yeah, I had a I had a call with a training coordinator about some new training content that we're trying to create here at Waterstone. I had an an interview. Mm -hmm. I had to coach a loan officer. Yes. This thing is chock full. Yeah. I wish bourbon, but it's actually full of water, so I need to keep the throat dry. Right. Okay. But you tell me, John, what's up with you? What's new in the world of John Coleman? Nothing. I'm just, you know, working on this website that we launched and trying to make content for the good old folks out there. For the T-Loppers. Right, for the T-Loppers. Yeah, that's the thing. Hey, you finally started dropping content on scripts, which I was happy to see. Right. Um, I'm, just so you all know, so the website is tloponline.com. You go there. It's like one-stop shopping. Mm -hmm. We are just scratching the surface. Just scratching. 
We're, it's at 10% of where John and I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But when you go there, that's where you can find all of our handles for social. So all of the LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram that we used to have to pimp out, you don't have to do that now. Just go to tloponline.com. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to connect with me individually, mm-hmm. I will tell you LinkedIn is the best way. Look me up. I'm Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. So we've wasted somebody's time. Like, dude, will you shut the F up and just get to the topic of the day? No, that was today's episode, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh, no, wait, yeah, that'd be funny. No, today's episode is how to get hired. Do you want to know why we're doing this episode? Because it was on the docket and somebody asked. For the most part, yes. But but like remind the audience, we've done similar episodes. Oh, yes, we have. Yeah, which episodes have we already done? And what were they titled well, and what are the episode numbers? Well, if you scroll back all the way to episode 108, we did. It's called How Do I Pick My Employer. Okay. And then more recently, episode 139, Land the Interview, Win the Job. So, yes, we have covered this topic uh, in series past. Yes, we definitely have. But here we are in 2022. Yeah. And 2022 is nothing like 2020 nope. or 2021, nope. where there were more loans than there were mortgage professionals to get those loans originated, apt, locked, disclosed, processed, underwritten, closed, funded, and shipped. Yeah. Okay. So if you could spell mortgage and you had a pulse, you got a job. And you didn't look sound or dress repulsive, mm-hmm. more than likely someone hired you. And by the way, you may have sounded repulsive and they still hired you. Still got it. Or you looked repulsive and they let you work from home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't normal. And just like it's not going to, so that wasn't normal. So what we are in is normal. And sometimes landing the job or the career that you're looking for. It's difficult. It takes work. It takes effort. Mm -hmm. So there are thousands upon thousands of soon-to-be mortgage professionals, want-to-be mortgage professionals. They are currently taking their 20-hour course. Mm -hmm. They're currently with Rocky and his Facebook group, in which he has almost 6,000 members, Mm -hmm. and they're all collectively trying to study and pass the NMLS exam. And And then they get their NMLS exam results and they passed woohoo mm-hmm. which is a big deal because like less than 60 percent actually passed the first time mm. and then i can see them on the message boards or they'll reach out to me or they'll comment in facebook or they'll make a comment on linkedin and they're like i can't get anyone to call me back yeah give me a job i'm certified what the hell yeah and i feel for these people right i feel for them and i do my best to give what I deem sound of sound device, but please note sound device based on my experiences, mm-hmm. based on my personality, uh, based on the world as I know it. And that's always a disclaimer that we throw out there. Like when we put up the the training videos, mm-hmm. both freemium and premium content under sales tools on tloponline.com, the the caveat is this is the world according to DO. Yeah. Please fact check me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a 18 minute. It's about all the time we have for this episode left mm-hmm. at this point. 18 minute tirade that hopefully people find beneficial. Okay. And this isn't just for mortgage loan originators. This is teachers. This is cops. This is firefighters. This is anyone trying to land, especially like a medical sales job, mm-hmm. right? Pharmaceutical sales. Like this is all of y'all tune in. And this is me based on 20 years experience of a being in sales, being in marketing, selling, mm-hmm. hiring, training, coaching, Firing, hiring, training, coaching, like rinse, repeat. This is an employer Mm -hmm. who makes hiring decisions speaking to you. 
Right. You ready to go? I'm ready. First and foremost, for my loan originators. Okay, congratulations. I am so happy that you passed. You should be proud of that. Give me your job now. What the hell? Okay. You don't know shit. You bring zero value. I don't need to call you back. But how am I supposed to get experience if no one wants to hire me? That's not for me to solve for. Now, is it? And you and I are role playing that way and we're, we're bantering back and forth. But here's what I need people to understand. It is something to be proud of that you achieved your NMLS, that you passed a test that so many other failed, that you put in the hard work. But please know that was the barrier of entry, right? That was just to get started. That doesn't mean anything. You, you don't know anything. I promise you. I contribute on Rocky's Facebook page. I see the questions that are being answered. I are being asked. Mm -hmm. Yes. You obtaining an NMLS means you don't know anything. It just means you passed the, the, the barrier of entry. Uh, is that, you got to pass that and then they give you your number, right? Your NMLS number. Is that yeah. It? Now what you could do is just go work for a bank owned mortgage lender and you don't have to do all that. Mm. Right. But then the question is, how am I going to get a bank owned mortgage lender to, to hire me when I don't have experience? Mm, there, therein lies the conundrum. Yes. So just because you have your license, that just means that, that you, you, you had the barrier of entry mm -hmm. like that. That's it. You just. You're you're allowed to play the game, but no one has to actually let you on the court. Or it's like, hey, you get, you, trash, you pass your driver's license test, but that doesn't mean you have a car, or that you know how to drive, right. or you're, that you or that you know how to drive. Clearly, in Florida, <laughs> yes, right. Um, especially back in those states where the learner's permit was was literally just a written test, mm -hmm. right? It's more like you you got your learner's permit. Question for you, for the super or super new, like thinking of getting into the industry and like the NMLS is their first thing. What can you speak really quickly on like what's in there? Does it tell me how to like lock a loan? Does it tell me what all the stuff is like? What can I expect to learn from firsthand experience? I don't. Okay. Okay. But from talking to people right. who recently passed, right. they don't know anything. Uh, They're clueless. Right. They know how to get not, not, not locked up. That's right. Not put in jail. Gotcha. Right. How to find, follow compliance. Compliance stuff. And, and, and half the stuff that they actually have you studying, mm -hmm. you'll never use. Half the questions that you have to get the right answer for mm -hmm. is irrelevant in the real world. Just like real school. Just like real school. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like real school. So now that we kind of, I think, mm -hmm. laid a foundation for the direction that we're going, mm -hmm. let's go a little more positive because I don't think any of that was really positive. It was more on the, on the negative side. I just You just need people to understand that. This goes for college graduates, recent college yeah. grads. Hey, high five. You got that degree. You don't know shit. Right. Clear, Deep yeah. breath. Take a step back. Yeah. Now, recent college graduates that interned for two years. Mm. Ah, see, there's a different story. Recent college graduate that had three internships over their four years. Mm -hmm. Recent college graduate who worked full time while also going there, through college. Oh, there you go. All, but you don't learn until you gain experience. Mm -hmm. So, so many people are trying to figure out, well, how do I get someone to hire me if I don't have experience? That's what I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. How do I get someone to hire me when I don't have experience? I hope that just because you went and get licensed, whichever that means, police academy, mm -hmm. fire academy, mortgage loan originator, mm -hmm. just because you went through the coursework doesn't mean necessarily you're guaranteed job placement. Mm -hmm. So here's what you're going to have to do. Make yourself available, make yourself seen and get out there and hustle. You have to imagine that there were a hundred of you who all passed the same week. Mm -hmm. And all hundred of you are going to go look for job or career opportunities. And there's only 30 openings. That's your mindset. 
that you have a one in three shot of getting the opening. Well, what are you going to do to separate yourself from the competition? I'm going to teach you this. And it was taught to me when I was in college and it still rings true 20 years later. Mm -hmm. This world is about who you know as much as it is about what you know. Thanks. Okay. So if I am a recently licensed mortgage loan originator Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get noticed, I need to make myself stand out. Mm -hmm. How I make myself stand out is I am going to figure out where are the industry functions. There's mortgage bankers association functions. There's Mm -hmm. mortgage broker functions. There are various uh, B&I groups. There are various real estate um, functions, whether it's like a... uh, a realtor association event, a women's council of realtor event, an MBA event. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start attending those events. And I'm going to start attending those events solely for the purpose to network, introduce myself mm-hmm. to people and let them know, hey, I'm a newly licensed mortgage loan originator. I'm looking for a career opportunity. Do you know anyone who's hiring? Damn. No. I'm going to be dressed to impress. I'm going to make sure my hair is cut. I smell good. My teeth are brushed. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to stand out. And I'm going to do that for as long as it takes. There's an event almost every single week if you look hard enough. There is an event for you to attend and you're there to network. I'm also gonna pick up the phone. I'm not just gonna go on Google and see who's hiring, go on Indeed and see who's hiring. No, the world doesn't work that way. I'm gonna pick up the phone after I maybe Google top lenders in insert your city here, Wichita, Kansas, Traverse City, Michigan, right? Like Concord, Connecticut, Mm -hmm. wherever you live in insert and then Start calling people, right? Ring, ring, ring. I, I I found John Coleman is a loan officer at XYZ Mortgage Company, and he has 72 five-star reviews on Zillow. Mm. I don't know John. John doesn't know me. I'm going to pick up the phone and call John. Hey, John, this is Dustin Owen. You and I don't know each other, but I just saw all your reviews online. You would say. Wow. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. You. What's up? Yeah. Like, hey, man, what's up? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm a newly licensed loan officer, and I'm trying to break into this industry. Do you know anyone who's currently hiring? After that, let John talk. He may say no. All right, man, you sure? Like, like you can't even like maybe point me in the right direction, a certain company I should look towards? Mm-hmm. No? All right, that's the worst case. More than likely, John's going to take the time and be like, look, I'm not currently hiring. Or he may say, hey, what, what, what type of position? All right. Are you looking for like to be a loan officer or a loan officer assistant? Or what, what are you looking to do? Now, if John gives me a name or a number, I can call that person. And now I can say, hey, I was just talking to John Coleman over XYZ Mortgage Company. He gave me your name and number. I want to see if you're currently hiring. I'm a newly licensed mortgage loan originator. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, people. It's a hustle. What do you think you have to do, especially those that are obtaining their NMLS and they want to become mortgage loan originators? It's a freaking sales job. Do you think there's an age, like it's a generational gap because millennials always want that instant gratification, whereas like when you came up, it was just normal to pick up the phone? I don't think so. Okay. No, I I really don't. Mm -hmm. I just think people don't know how the game works because they're not, they haven't been in the game. Okay. Um, You know, people know how the game works. Typically they're coming from a sales environment Mm. prior where they had success. I think very few people go into the mortgage loan origination business. Mm -hmm. They go in with clouded vision Mm -hmm. or blinders on. They have no idea what they get themselves into. Like I'm afraid there's many people who are paying their money to take their course, paying their money to pass the exam, Mm -hmm. study for the exam because it, they think it's easy money. Oh yeah, I can do a loan and I can make all this money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Like 
In 2004, I started in a training class of 78 people. After the first year, our 78 was down to like 46. After the second year, our 46 was down to 23. Hmm. Within two years, there was roughly 20 to 25% of us left. Hmm. Currently, I would guess eight of us out of 78 yeah. are still in the mortgage business. Right. You know, now granted it's 18 years, right. but I just don't think people truly understand what they're getting themselves into. Like this is a, the, now I'm speaking mortgage loan originated. You know, insert your industry here. My industry is a white collar financial sales industry period in the story. So when you look in that mirror and you don't see a white collar more business professional, you have no business being in this, in this industry, in my opinion. So when you're struggling to study for the NMLS exam and you're failing for the second or third time, I need you to ask yourself, are you struggling because maybe there's a, a underlying test taking disability mm -hmm. that maybe has gone unnoticed? Or are you struggling because the person that you see in the mirror is not white collar. They are not business savvy. They are not financially astute. Mm -hmm. They are not great at fourth grade math. They are not great problem solvers. Mm -hmm. There's someone that thinks the mortgage industry is a hustle and that they can just get in and hustle, close a couple loans, mm -hmm. throw crap against the wall and see what sticks and make five, 10 grand a month. Cause it doesn't work that way. So I think people who are, who are going and entering a new industry, they just don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize that when you don't know anything, you need to know people because people are going to introduce you to job opportunities. And if you can be likable, like I loved when we interviewed Tim Davis, because mm -hmm. Tim coaches people like, look, if you're not likable, you're yeah. not going to be successful. Can't fix that. Tim, Tim even said he told a guy who wanted, who was willing to pay Tim money to coach him. I don't want to coach you, bro. Yeah. And the guy was like, why? Because I don't like you. Yeah, because like Tim straight up told a guy, bro, because I don't like you. Yeah. Now, Tim's a big dude, so he can probably get away <clears> with yeah, that, yeah, you right, know? Yeah, but right. yeah, he's like, I straight up just don't like you. Uh, okay, so I have a question for you. So uh, what if you're a loan originator and you might have gotten let go or cut from another company, but you're still like into the industry, you want to do it? Like, do you have any, any talking points or advice for individuals like Same that? thing applies. First and foremost, if you're in an industry, be involved in your industry your job should be networking, right? We, we, the, the, the keynote I gave at Waterstone's momentum sales conference, mm -hmm. I gave the advice to always be learning, always be teaching and always be networking. Mm -hmm. That never stops regardless of where you are. So if you're not out going to happy hours on a monthly basis with people inside of your industry or attending, attending luncheons, or if you're not a part of the local Facebook groups that are specific to your, in, your industry, you're not out there networking. So if you're a loan officer who just got laid off first, why'd you get laid off? Let me ask you that. Why did you get laid off? Was it due to low production? Does someone else want to go hire a low producer? Like I'd ask myself that, like, I mean, look, the mortgage industry is going through layoffs and some people and some companies it's, it's last in first out. Mm -hmm. Usually though, most companies, there's a strategy behind who they're laying off. Now there's certain times, I mean, you live this in EA. You mm -hmm. told me this. Oh yeah, the cycle. Like it's everybody. You eventually got laid off, <laughs> yeah. but how many layoffs did you did you survive? Ooh. Countless. More than ten. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually it caught up to you. Yeah, eventually my But numbers. do you think the first person who got laid off was the strongest player on the team? Mm, usually no. Usually no. No. It like and then 
The second, like, yeah. so that person was probably part of the D players. Right. The next round of layoff was the C players. Mm -hmm. Then it was the B players. Right. And eventually the A players too. Yeah, they got it, yeah. But, so I'm not saying just because you got laid off, you're not an A or B player. Right. I'm just saying that at certain times you have to do a long, hard stare in the mirror and have a conversation with him or her right. to figure out why you got laid off. But how do I prevent that from happening? Well, be a top producer. Make yourself invaluable. Mm. Right? Constantly be, be bringing value. We go back to one of the earliest episodes we ever did with with Louis Valsain. Shout out Louis Valsain. Yeah, and Louis talks about uh, what he calls intrapreneurship, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Making yourself so valuable that you can almost write your own W two, your own check with your employer. Yeah, yeah. You want to not get laid off, make yourself be be that that valuable. Because mm -hmm. I know many companies when they do do layoffs, and I did say do do, but when they do do layoffs. I know that they look at it almost like a teacher would look at a rubric yep. or a professor. Excel sheet. And you're looking at what was your production mm -hmm. versus what was your cost to the company, which your cost to the company is your compensation. Mm -hmm. How does that match? And then how do I go through and make cuts where my least productive people are the first to go and my most productive people are the ones that we keep around? Mm -hmm. I really didn't want to talk about layoffs. I really want to get back yeah. onto the, yeah. the, the conversation of, of, so here are tips and tricks and tactics for how you can make yourself be seen. Mm -hmm. The first one, especially when you're in financial sales, such as mortgage or real estate or financial advisor or life insurance, et cetera, et cetera. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone and cold call somebody. Call around. So if you're a loan officer, call 10 other loan officers in your local market. Do a Google search. See who has the most reviews. See who has the best website and introduce yourself and let them know your name, where you live, where you're from, what you've done, and more importantly, that you're looking for a career in the mortgage industry or a career with their particular company. Who do they know who's currently hiring or who should they be talking to to inquire about open positions? You start there because now you have a name to drop when you make that phone call. Someone could call me and be like, hey, I don't do the hiring here at Waterstone, but go ahead and call Melissa. Mm -hmm. When they call Melissa and say, hey, Melissa, this is John. D.O. gave me your name and number. Mm -hmm. I promise you, because Melissa's my girl, she's going to stop, slow down, listen intently. She doesn't know if I know you well mm -hmm. or if we literally met for 30 seconds over the phone and I just kind of gave you a name and number and kicked you to Melissa. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, you're going to get the attention that if you just try to send in your resume or if you just tried to apply online, yeah, yeah, you you're gonna get lost, lost in the shuffle. Yep. Here's another tip, trick, or tactic. Work your circle of influence. Mm. Go online, pose a question on, on Facebook. Who's the best mortgage lender in town? Now, all of a sudden, mm. you'll get names and numbers. Yeah. You can call that person with the same script. Hey, I got your name and number from, insert name here, whoever replied to your Facebook post. I'm so-and-so. This is who. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm looking to accomplish. Who do you know? Who can I be talking to? Mm -hmm. Pick up the phone. Do a Google search of local top producing realtors. Realtors know who some of the best lenders are. Yeah. Same thing. Rinse, repeat. So you can do that. What you can also do is you can start attending the, the, the networking functions. Go on Facebook, go online, Google networking functions, pick up the phone, call a realtor, pick up the phone, call a lender, introduce yourself. Hey, this is me. 
This is what I'm trying to accomplish. I'm really wanting to network within the community. What are some of the organizations I should be a part of? Go to those organizations' websites, see what uh, upcoming events, register and pay for the event, then go. When mm -hmm. you go, make use of your time, get out there and network. Like if you want it bad enough, nothing's gonna get in the way. Mm -hmm. I tell the loan officers all the time, LOs, if you want leads bad enough, you'd be willing to go to Home Depot with 100 business cards, sit in the parking lot, right by the hot dog stand, no. and literally hand out a business card to everyone that you see where you introduce them and say, hi, my name is Dustin. I'm a local mortgage lender. I work for Waterstone Mortgage. Please let me know if you ever have any questions regarding a home loan, whether you want to refinance your current home loan or you want to buy a new house. Darn. That's it. A mm -hmm. hundred times a day, every single day. I promise you, you'd probably talk to at least three people who wanted a home loan. Mm -hmm. That's three leads a day. If you get three leads a day times 20 work days a month, that's 60 leads. Even if you only captured and closed 10% of those leads, that's six loans. If you're doing six loans a month, you're three times the average LO. The average LO in 2020 will fund two or less transactions that they self-sourced. Two. Hmm. So if you're funding six, you're three times average. Hmm. How cool is that? So that's one of those things. If there's a will, there's a way. That's once you've, you've, you've landed the job. Right now we're talking about how do you land the job? Mm -hmm. That's how you land the job. Now, something else you may need to do to land the job, you may need to go get two or three leads mm -hmm. to where you're holding them. Yeah, in your hand as you come. Hey, I, got, I, I come bearing gifts. Yes, to where you reach out to the hiring manager. Maybe, maybe you name dropped all you could. Maybe you networked all you could, rubbed elbows with the right people, and it still wasn't working. Don't give up. People want to see your tenacity. People want to see your grit. Mm -hmm. Me, knowing what I know, I would pick up the phone and call John Coleman, who's been ghosting me or giving me the cold shoulder. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, look, John, I'm not going to give up. By, by the way, this is my script. People are looking for scripts. This is a script. <laughs> we should have that in these all these episodes. Like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, flashing. Slow Go down. Over. Scripting moment. Message. So this is my script. Hey, John, this is Dustin. I know I've been trying really hard to get a hold of you, and for whatever reason, I haven't had any luck. Please know I'm not giving up. I want this bad. I want to talk to you bad. So this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm looking to accomplish. Not only do I want to interview with you, but when I interview with you, I'm going to bring you a list of the first 100 people that I'm going to call in order to solicit a mortgage loan. Those same 100 people, I'm also going to ask them to refer me to a builder and a realtor so that I can start building out my network. Lastly, John, when you meet with me, not if, but when you meet with me, John, I'm going to bring at least two, but preferably three people who are ready today to talk to a mortgage advisor or a mortgage loan originator about obtaining a home loan. John, how could you not interview me? Look, it was a no before I called John, but John's going to have to respect if he's any type of entrepreneur, business professional mm -hmm. salesman, he's going to have to respect my tenacity, my confidence, and the fact that I won't take no for an answer. Yeah. Hey, John, if you think I'd work this hard to get the job, yeah, imagine how hard I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to work to get a loan in the door. Right. And if you're not willing to do that, maybe you don't want it. Yeah. Maybe this wasn't for you. That's true. Right? You'll find a way. There, you yeah, always, but, if you really want it, you'll find but, a way. But you will find a way. So I think you have to make yourself be noticed. Mm -hmm. You, How else could you be noticed? Walk in. How dare you? Walk in. Hey, I had someone walk in on me on Tuesday. You know what I did? 
I told Dez to give him a cold shoulder and ghost him. True story. Mad shit I had to get done. I didn't have time to stop what I was doing to go talk to some dude who just rolled in here. Yeah. Bah, bah humbug. Yeah. Done. Okay. And by the way, I forgot about him within five minutes. This five. is a true story. Yeah. I feel like I don't want to share it because I might like open myself up for. So nonetheless. <laughs> That's why Dio didn't call me back. <laughs> yeah. No, check this out. Okay. Nonetheless, I go and get in my car. I grab my cell phone. By the way, people, I'm not really on my cell phone a whole lot. I'm hit or miss on that thing. Mm -hmm. So I grabbed my cell phone. It was, it was like in my gym bag or somewhere, and I had to go to the dentist. So I grabbed my cell phone. I looked down. I have a text message. Mm -hmm. Hey, Dustin, my name is so-and-so. I was just in your office. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And I'm inquiring about open loan officer positions. Good out of time. Yeah. Now, truth be told, I did tell Desiree, a receptionist, I said, Des, go ahead and like let them know that we do hire two to three rookies a year, but we just onboarded two or three. That's not a lie. Mm -hmm. Like Teresa, Jonathan, and then Rick. Mm -hmm. Right? So like we're kind of done for the year. Mm -hmm. But because he texted me, he at least got me to call him back. I was still calling this dude back with a no. Like, man, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I wish I could hire everybody. I really do. I love people. Mm -hmm. But there's only so many of us that have to train you and onboard you and teach you this business. And it takes us two years to do it that I can't just hire everybody. And this is the truth. So anyone tuning in, like this is how hiring managers think. And by the way, very few hiring managers know what to do with a rookie. They have shit training. They have shit mentors. That's why we have this podcast. That's why we have tloponline.com, yeah. right? It's, it's not... If there's a plethora of great managers giving out great coaching and great training and great yeah, mentorship, need to do it, yeah. dude, our audience would be like nothing. Yeah. We, we would still be doing this because we have fun getting on the mic and, and <laughs> yeah. hanging out together. But, yeah. um, and I'm fired up today, people. So I apologize today. If you hear that, like I, I recognize that I'm fired up, but um, it's just something I'm passionate about. Right. So nonetheless, the, the, that, that story, I pick up the phone. Guess what? The guy wasn't a goober on the phone. Mm. He sounded professional. Uh-oh. He sounded like he was a, a white-collar financial professional mm. who could hold a conversation, who could be great at storytelling, mm. who is used to interacting with clients. Right. You know what he tells me? He's like, Dio, I've been the number one salesman at the at such and such Lexus car lot for the past 11 years. I've worked in finance. I've worked in management. I've worked in sales. And every single uh, role, I've excelled. I'm recently licensed. I'm pretty sure Bill Benson, shout out to uh, the mortgage commander, Bill Benson, probably gave him my name and number. And um, I want to come interview with you. Guess what happened? What happened? He has an interview next week. With who? Me, our branch manager, and my business partner, no, Mike Smalley. No, nah. True story. By the way, we're not hiring. We're not hiring. But that guy, that guy didn't take no for, for an answer. Damn. That guy, when I did call him, by the way, and I only called him as a courtesy. As a sales professional, I admire mm -hmm. persistence. Yeah. The fact that he cold called me, hey, I'm going to brush you away. I, and I didn't have time. I wasn't even being like a, a dick. Mm -hmm. I can be a dick, mm -hmm. but I wasn't really being a dick. It was just I didn't have time. The fact that he texted me, I was like, all right, let me just call this dude back. I was driving to the dentist. It's an eight-minute drive from my office mm -hmm. to, to Dr. Curley's mm -hmm. office. Shout out Dr. Curley. Mm -hmm. And um, nah, dude, I was like, within five minutes, I was like, look, I really don't have time. I'm going to get my tooth cleaned. Why don't you go ahead and shoot me your resume, um, and I'll get you an interview. Damn. That's literally a real-world story. He of still does not have the job, yeah. but it got our attention. Mm. He's one step closer. And I promise you, if we love him, he'll, he'll get hired. I will mm. make an exception. Mm. If we like him, 
I may not be able to hire him, but maybe I can introduce him to one of my friends. Mm. Maybe I'd be like, hey, look, you know, why don't you call BJ and Jason over at Certified Mortgage Planners? Or, hey, why don't you reach out to Cindy over at FBC? Mm. Maybe Cindy can put you in contact with somebody. Mm-hmm. Now, Cindy, I know, is not a hiring manager. Like, I know that Cindy Velez, who's been a podcast, uh, a podcast uh, guest, I know that she does, she trains loan officers mm-hmm. over at FBC Mortgage. But I bet Cindy knows somebody. Yeah. And if this dude calls Cindy and drops my name, oh, yeah. Cindy will, will stop what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And that's how the game is played. Yeah. Like, that's how this works. So you are going to have to get creative. I gave you some ideas today on how to get creative. But if you're struggling getting someone to call you back or you're struggling struggling landing the interview, you're just not trying hard enough. And I'm gonna encourage you to keep trying, figure out a way to make yourself more marketable, figure out how to expand your network and then leverage those new friends that you made at that networking event to put you in contact with someone who is hiring. Mm-hmm. But understand if you don't have experience there are your your opportunities are going to be shortened because there are companies that just won't hire people who are experienced. Yeah, they don't. And or there's companies who will hire people with an experience, but they don't train you. Yeah. Well, what good does that do? Shit the bed when you get there. Yeah. So it's it's not fun. Let's recognize that it's not fun. Mm-hmm. It does suck. But if you want something bad enough, go go for it, mm-hmm. and you'll learn something along the way. Even if you'll learn like. The same for me. Or I don't want to work for someone like that again. Yeah. Or wow, this company looked great, but they suck. Now yeah. I need to go find. But what you'll do along the way is you will gain some experience. You will continue to network. You will build out your professional network. And even if that first job only lasted 90 days and you chose to leave because you didn't like their culture or how they treated you or they dropped the ball on training you, you're at least a little bit further ahead. Mm-hmm than someone with no experience. So another true story, and I know we're way over time based on what I you and I 18, wanted to do. 18 minutes. What are we pushing up on right know. now? Uh, 40 something doesn't matter. Are we really, John? 50, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Are we over 50? No, but we will be if you... No, I'm going to wrap it up right now. I'm going to wrap it up. But an- another true story. We had this loan officer uh, here in the Winter Park branch of Waterstone Mortgage. His name is Travis Travus. Friends call him Travis, but it's spelled T-R-A-V-U-S. His dad's German, whatever. I call him Travis because I think it sounds cooler than Travis. Mm-hmm. No offense to Travis. Like my boy Travis Howard in Texas, like love the name. But Travis Henry, you know, lots of Travises out there. Yeah. Uh, Travis Tritt, yeah, Randy Travis. Like we can keep going on. I don't know but this is Travis. And I remember hiring Travis. We hired him a little bit over a year ago. And again, I wasn't looking. I was not looking for a loan officer. He interviewed for a loan officer assistant position. Why I hired Travus was because he had worked for another mortgage company for five months. He was licensed, so I liked that. And he had worked somewhere else for five months. The reason why he was looking to leave and take a loan officer uh, assistant position and mm-hmm. not, a loan off- not a loan officer position is that he was frustrated and already burnt out from the lack of training he was receiving mm-hmm. from his previous employer. Well, after interviewing him, I'm like, look, I'm not going to hire you to be an assistant because at the end of the day, you want to be an LO and no LO wants it. Rarely would an LO want someone to come be their assistant, knowing that in a year they're going to leave Mm -hmm. to go be them. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like a producing branch manager, which by the way, for people looking to break into the mortgage business, that's a great way to get started. Go find a producing branch manager, Mm -hmm. join his or her team because a producing branch manager is going to be less worried about you gaining a skill set and then going off on your own because they're going to want to keep you as a loan officer as a part of their branch. Mm -hmm. But there are some top producing loan officers who, if you are 
personality type to be an LO. If your drive and desire to be, is to become an LO, which by the way, it's okay to be licensed and never wanna be an LO. There are great careers to be had as a sales support specialist on an LO's team. Mm. And those people make more money than teachers and cops mm. and nurses. Like th they make really good money when they're on the right team and they've built out that skill set. Now, not in the beginning. Look, at the beginning, you don't know shit. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to make entry level pay, mm -hmm. but you do it for a year, you should get a nice raise. You do it for two years and you get good, you get another nice raise. You stick it out. There are many mortgage professionals who are not the loan officer who have very successful, fulfilling careers working in the mortgage industry on the sales side, but not being the LO. Travoose, I knew he wanted to be an LO. I knew that I couldn't put him on Barry Botwin's team yeah. because Barry's like, why am I going to hire you when in nine months after I have you trained or in 18 months after I have you trained, you're going to leave. Yeah. So anyhow, I was impressed with Travis and I took a chance on him because I liked the fact that he at least had some of the newness stink off of him. Mm -hmm. He had at least been in another mortgage culture for five months. He had some training. He had some experience. And I was willing to then take a chance on him because I knew that his learning curve was going to be shorter than let's say someone like Jimmy Nadu, who we had just hired yeah. and Jimmy, I knew was brand, brand, brand new, fresh. So Travis, so this about my, where I got on this little, little tangent is you may have to take a job, recognize early on that it's a crap job or it's a crap boss or it's a crap culture mm -hmm. and you're leave. But know that because you worked for three or five or seven months, you're going to make yourself a little bit more marketable. Mm -hmm. Not totally marketable, but a little bit more, more marketable. Right. I hope people found this beneficial. I've, I, we're getting comments. We're getting questions on LinkedIn, on the online community. I, I visit various Facebook groups. I'm seeing the commentary in the Facebook groups. People are growing frustrated. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do this show and this topic as a way to let people know it's okay to be frustrated, but don't let it get you down. Mm -hmm. It's okay to get frustrated, but maybe you have to step up your game. And then here are a couple tips, tricks, tactics on how I think you should step up your game. Word. You happy with it, John? I'm ecstatic. I'm happy with it as well. Look, he's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. You have just tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast. That's all the time we have for you today, but we will catch you on the next episode. And guess what? Check out... Peace.